0: From all the before
1: So heaven's and welcome in to Flippin' Out Radio, the most American podcast ever created. Mike Montone and myself, James Flippin', we're getting back after it. uh, Out in the garage in Bloomfield, New Jersey, and we're drinking beer. Uh, I'm drinking a plain, boring old Stella Artois, but Mike here is drinking something that I unexpectedly unearthed from my fridge. I totally forgot that it was there, and I don't know how it ended up there, but it's an IPA that's... um, Co-branded with Dunkin' Donuts? I believe it's I, not
2: even an IPA. It's a coffee pale ale. Yeah. Harpoon Dunkin' Summer Coffee Pale
1: Ale. So it's a coffee pale ale. What does that entail? It, I'm exactly. assuming
2: it's whatever qualifies something as a pale ale infused with uh, coffee. It does taste a little bit like like a Dunkin'
1: coffee. Now, do you know what that makes me think of? Right away, Drew Carey Show. Did you ever watch it back in the day?
2: Familiar with They, they have a brewery in their garage or yes, some shit. And yeah.
1: it was a coffee... Brew. like that was their whole thing like it was a coffee infused beer which i don't think i've ever had that there are a lot of them now but now because now everyone there's, everyone's making like
2: craft type beers even the big breweries own a bunch of like little breweries that make craft beers yeah because it's become such a big business but yeah if you go like i think they're like oh fuck. <coughs> I get hard.
1: Um oh we're also enjoying the pen uh
2: i think i was in hoboken at the 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 Beer store one night getting uh getting a six pack and they had uh, the Nishamuni Brewery guys were there and they had like a coffee oatmeal stout I was like so you drink one of these and then shit your pants basically yeah uh but it was it was tasty it's not like it's not the kind of thing like I wouldn't drink those on a regular
1: basis but I think because that's like absolutely a thing for me when I have that coffee in the morning yeah I'm going to the porcelain goddess
2: oh yeah well it uh you know what it does is it relaxes the muscle sphincter that holds uh yeah, whatever the... Uh, however that elasticity is... How, <laughs> whatever coffee, the last stop is on the yeah, line? coffee specifically uh, opens that up. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's that's why uh, if you have a nice cup of hot black coffee first thing in the morning, you fuck yeah. up the
1: <laughs> um, So again, uh, what we're doing right now, a couple of the things that we're doing is pretty much like a big... Fuck you to everything that's going on in society right now. What do I mean by that? Well, we are vaping. Yeah. And we're also podcasting. A couple of cool teenagers. We're super cool because we're vaping. And then we're podcasting. And we're podcasting. And actually makes us less cool. Right. It does. And balancing things out. But what's interesting is that what we've learned since last recording an episode and since last being with you, the audience, is that vaping can kill you. And podcasting can kill your career. Now, I've, we already I have knew Duncan, that. I have,
2: I have a Dunkin' Donuts product, vape, and alcohol, right up until the podcasting part. Like, every high school girl on the planet would want to fuck me. Like, that was, I'm, like, I'm Jeffrey Epstein. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Nice, yeah. There was some basic bitchness going on there with with some of the the, the Duncan until the they heard about the podcast. And, but until they, they heard really about the podcast, that's when you it's basically became weird. unfuckable. He hangs um, out in the guy's garage. Yeah, very. It's it's weird. It's I don't bizarre. Think no, uh, <laughs> I actually. You know what's funny is I asked Ed Silla like one guy in Sweden. There is there is John in Sweden. Then shout <laughs> to John in Sweden. But I asked Ed Silla for the numbers recently. And I was shocked Seven. to find out that it was, like, more than 10. I was shocked. Seriously. <laughs> <Eleven>. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. 12, actually. But um, No, but seriously, uh, the whole podcasting thing now, and you knew this was coming because, like, I, I, for example, have had friends and my cousin and everybody who for years have told me, especially my one friend who happens to be an attorney, bro, bro, you got to delete that shit. Get all that podcast shit off the air. Yeah. The last thing you need... Is to get a nice job and then you get fucking fired because of some shit you said on a podcast. Yeah. Well, you said, were you telling me your
2: your SNL audition went pretty well. Oh,
1: my right? SNL audition went went amazing you until for the phone call until Lauren Michaels actually came across this podcast. He was oh t- no, he was did the twelfth downloader. Did Lauren uh, got a listen? He was the twelfth person oh, to download. Oh no, and that was it. He was like, you know, forget about it. Um, but honestly, some of this shit. Now, here's where I actually kind of find it interesting. Right, the um. Shane Gillis thing, right? Now, I've never actually heard the audio, so let me just I throw have, it out there. I have been nuts deep
2: in all of that all week for... Let five. me just
1: throw it out there that I haven't actually heard it. But he said uh, chinks, right? Like, he actually said chinks? It was the most cartoonish, jokey thing in the fucking world. Because uh, that's part of the problem, I think. <laughs> it was when you long... read it in print, it, it comes off bad. Yeah. Even for somebody like me, who's it not part along of the, the PC woke mob, it was
2: it was nothing worse than anything I've ever seen on Family Guy relating to any ethnicity. Um, like I would equate it almost to um, Family Guy. They do a lot of Chinese stuff, but they also do a lot of Italian stuff. Right? I would I would say it's it was almost right along the lines of the way Family Guy makes fun of Italians.
1: But is there a distinction to be drawn at all? And and uh, fucking Mike and I should probably go up to fucking uh, like go down to Princeton and spend some time in like a coffee shop wearing tweed. The amount of times we've said distinction over the last thirty minutes before we started recording. Okay. But is there something, But distinctions are important, right? But is there something to be drawn between making jokes about stereotypes? Because that's some of my fun. That's some of the funniest that's shit fun. on South uh, South Park on uh, Family Guy. Yeah. Like I love. That episode, that little vignette, that cutaway, where Peter goes, This reminds me of the time I taught Asian women how to get on the subway. And he's carrying oh, a million plastic bags, it, it and he says, "Get out of my way! In- nothing else matters." And yeah. he says, "Now cough, cough like it doesn't. Nothing else matters." And then he, and he coughs, and they're all coughing. That shit's fucking The mole funny. with the huge hair growing. A mole out a mole of it. with the huge hair. There's the one where the where the Asian woman's driving, and she says, "Okay, I get off freeway now. Good luck, everybody, rails." And she turns over like four different lanes. I fucking love that shit. I love stereotypes, but but. I'm just
2: asking My your favorite opinion. Ones, by the way, are when they fucking shit on Italians. I love it. And
1: it, as a as a Montone, yeah, it, you might be somebody who otherwise might be offended, but there, clearly you're not.
2: There is a uh, there's a moment um, where there it's uh, one of the Christmas episodes there in back in Jerusalem in the old days when uh, you know the Israelites were you know not. American Jews, as we know them, you know, accountants right. and lawyers, and, right. you know, they were the Israelis. Showbiz executives. Fucking buff, you know, Mossad motherfuckers. Uh, so, uh, Brian and uh, Peter, are, you know, they're doing day labor, or carpentry, as Jesus was, and uh, fucking like, they're like talking about it. Ah, it's great being out here with the guys. And Brian says, yeah, like, we, we Jews will do the physical work. Leave that brain stuff to the Italians up and running it's like, hey, Italians, put down a book. Like, yes, it's fun to make fun of Italians for being a bunch of fucking stupid meatheads because we kind of are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm all in on making fucking ethnic
1: jokes. I and I, know. I and, listen and, to my and podcast. Look, you know. I, <laughs> I largely am, too. I had a whole episode. Years ago, with my cousin, we spent a lot of time on it. It's one of it's probably the episode I'm most proud of that I've ever had on this podcast. Having done it for over N-word episode, it's not the (laughs) N-word episode, but it is the we called it Stereo Digital Types, and we had a fake game show where we had these two guys on. One of them, an older gentleman who lived in, in town, another one, my my cousin's friend who happens to be black and like super like left of center when it comes to politics, and we had fake questions for them that. It didn't matter what answer they gave. We were going to decide whether or not it was right or wrong. So, like, one of them was, I'll just give you a few examples of them. True or false, uh, 75% of Indian Americans have either gone to medical school or own a Dunkin' Donuts. True or false, over 75% of all Indian Americans either have gone to medical school or own a Dunkin' Donuts. So the guy, the older guy that was on the show, said, oh, that's false. You forgot 7-Eleven. We fucking fell out of our fucking chairs. That shit was, and there was shit like that the rest of the show. (laughs) That's that's great. We we asked um, Doug, true or false, 90% of all injuries suffered on roller coasters happen to Caucasian males in between the age of 18 and 25. He responded with, it was almost like we were writing a symphony where we knew the yeah. way our players were going to play because he said, oh, yeah, that's some white people shit right there. That's some white people shit. Like, it, it all fit. It was funny. We, we were equal yeah. opportunity offenders. We weren't trying to do that. We were trying to come th- up with materials. I was just
2: thinking of, of uh, it would be a fun game to play uh, Name That Genocide, and you just, you go and you read, like, a stat <laughs> a genocide and someone, ooh, the first one to ooh, buzz in and name it. That was wins. Armenian. Yeah, yeah that <laughs>
1: Ooh, ooh! That was the oh. Ashkenazi Jews, Balkans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, all oh, the Mayans, smallpox, Bosnia. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, but but I just wonder if, and and in some ways, uh, I I feel untrue to myself by going down this line of discussion. But in another way, I really don't give a fuck. I'm curious, and that's what drives it more. Isn't there something to be said? For understanding that there's certain terms that if you use those on tape, you're asking for trouble. And that's where you could almost fairly criticize somebody for, like, purposefully trying to be edgy. Like, if you're going to shit on Chinatown, smelling like shit and and being dirty and this, that, the other, do you really need to say, "chink"?
2: I think he was, I think he was, um, I read it or watched it. Or gook or whatever it may be. Like
1: the N-word, I won't even say that one. So I've
2: watched it a bunch of times. And I think he was using chink in a very, like I said, cartoonish kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of way, like, like almost per- portraying the character of someone like a like an dis- Archie Bunker type. Yeah, yeah, ah, goddamn chinks with their stupid ducks in the window, like something like that. Yeah, not
1: like that makes a lot of sense. Not honestly. like no, it makes a
2: lot of sense. Let it me really tell does. you something. I really have a bone to pick with the Chinese. No,
1: but if it was him like, joking oh, about say,
2: like, like he thinks the word chink is he thinks that's inherently funny
1: no no i'm not even going that far I, i'm saying that um more along the lines of he's making conversation about it and admitting to something that he might feel about a neighborhood or a culture or a way that things are because i mean look if you've been to fucking chinatown if there's a Often a strong scent of fish yeah, or some I, kind.
2: I, I can tell you that, and I I appreciated those jokes because I hang out in Chinatown all the time because I love going and getting a fucking beer and some dumplings. Dumplings and are great. You a, can't get better dumplings. It's a cool ass place to walk around. You see, you can see all sorts of interesting shit. Yeah. You can buy. You can literally just go into a little mom and pop shop and buy like a fucking box of these like black ant dick pills. Yeah. yeah make a yeah. cock hard for a week. Oh, by the way,
1: I'm so glad you brought that up. Do you remember when we discussed at length on your at length on your show or at, at your apartment on this show? Yeah. The whole the, the gas station the, dick pills.
2: 5,000. Yeah. Did you see you get where one and tear up your boy?
1: <laughs> did you see where? No, I, I, I've I yet to take one. I'll be honest about Fucking that. Um, strong like bull. Did you see where Major League Baseball was telling oh, yeah, players the players not out. to take yeah. it? Oh, because yeah. they said you might violate the PED show. Oh,
2: yeah. There's definitely like some kind of testosterone or some shit. I'm telling you, man, you feel like a fucking sick. I got to do
1: it. Place. I got to try it one of these times. I've never even taken Viagra or Cialis or yeah, anything so like that. Yeah, so this is
2: like, so Viagra and Cialis are, they're, they're effective and they work, but whatever the fuck it, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling anyone to take any of this shit. I'm just saying the way- I can't
1: remember. Did you have any, did you have any drawbacks with it?
2: Uh, uh, some of them, uh, you'll get like a light headache and maybe a little bit of a stuffy What nose. about like
1: the whole like 10 hour boner thing?
2: No, um I mean it will it will take you significantly longer to uh to So like let me ask you something some and I them, hate to
1: get into like the the nitty gritty but there's no avoiding I'm, it. Yeah, like after player. you fucking nut off a load, you're still fucking rock hard?
2: Um it, no, it 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 goes down. Um and then but the the nice th- the, the main reason there are two main reasons that I like them, like primary reasons. One is because if you're partying a lot like uh, right, like it plows I would, through any yeah, sort of whiskey would, deck type. That's show. when I would particularly use them. Is like not for like a regular weekend, but for like a weekend where you're gonna be, you know, consuming a lot of substances, not getting a lot of good sleep, but you're gonna be fucking. Maybe it's like you and your chick are away, like you know, in the Caribbean, right. or maybe you're like in Ocean City, Maryland, and you're like, well, I know it's probably gonna be pretty easy to pull tail here, so I should, I should take one on fucking Friday on the way down
1: Now interesting why why Ocean City Maryland Do you because just reference that uh, randomly I, or is that based off your experience I went
2: there I was I've never uh, been
1: to Ocean City I, Maryland
2: I was in a relationship at the time That's like so. the Jersey
1: Shore on steroids right like they got like the clubs with like three different fucking um, levels and shit
2: Um I wouldn't say it's like the I, the Jersey Shore beats all of these places for me having been a you know around um but uh what In you terms mean? of Like, I've been fucking everywhere. But in terms
1: of, uh, what is it about Jersey Shore that...
2: Uh, it's just a, the, a more, it's just a dedicated fucking party scene. Like, it is just fucking... Like, the thing about Ocean City, yeah, people, people go hard as fuck, uh, but it's like a vacation town, it's like, you're, you're there for, like, a weekend, or like, the week... The Jersey Shore, you get a house... And you're there for fucking fourteen weeks. Yeah, you miss the you you're, miss the house. Thing. You are fucking uh, just it's just aggressive. Like you're doing like there were. When's th- the last
1: time you had a house?
2: Uh, we we rented we did a uh, we Airbnb'd uh, a weekend uh, down in Point Pleasant, and it was pretty, this summer. Yeah. Oh, nice. Pretty, pretty much fell back into the. Oh, good, routine. good. But my family has a house on Long Beach Island, so I spent with the new job and shit. I spent more time just like. Chilling down there.
1: But that's not. Does that have a scene like that? No,
2: no, no. It's terrible. But that's like. LBI is like where you go to just fucking chill. Right. And like, right. It's, it's like my parents. Which were, is
1: like. That's like my Jersey Shore. Yeah. That's what I like to do. It's know.
2: my parents' retirement home, too. So they built it into a fucking beast. So, like, we got fucking. We got, like, a hot tub on the roof, like, speakers and Yeah, shit. that's but awesome. We fucking. We do quite well for ourselves yeah, down there in yeah. terms of, uh, enjoyment. But, like, you know, uh, I mean, like, I got to Belmore probably about three fucking times. Uh, um,
1: how did you get into that, by the way, being a, an LBI kid?
2: Um, people that... Because uh, du- like ha-
1: my mom's side of the family, we always went to Ocean Beach and Seaside and so, uh, Lavalette and shit like that. My dude, dad's side of the family was Stone Harbor.
2: A dude that I played uh, football with in college got uh, got into doing Manisquan houses when I was away. So it was a college in, thing In the Marine Corps. And I uh, when I came back, I was like, yeah, I want to get in on one because I was like, I'm taking the summer. Like I got out of the Marine Corps in the middle of May. I was like, I'm taking the summer off. I'm gonna, I'll start working in the fall. Um, I just, you know, I had fucking money in my savings account. I was like, hey, you get unemployment when you first how old were you active duty? I was tw- I was 25.
1: And you had money in your savings account. Yeah. you're basically a king.
2: Yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm good. Like I was living with my parents. I had like m- my literally, I had like a student loan payment every month, and that was about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I just fucking raged down there all summer, and I was like, oh, this is the greatest place in the world. Uh, and I, I wound up doing like, rough
1: estimate of how many times you got laid by different checks.
2: Um, honestly you, you do, or did but did you it, have like a steady, it's not Paul. Um, it's not, not, well, I met, uh, my ex-girlfriend down there. So, uh, about half of the last, uh, like, can you, can you date the, uh, in that atmosphere last... and have fun? Uh, yeah. Like a,
1: like a steady date. Yeah. Well, we had a fucking blast or is it we... just completely hedonistic?
2: Well, no, like you are just hedonistic with each other. Like, that's probably like, like, we, I mean, we had a fucking blast. Like, right. we'd do fucking, you know, I would get down, I was, what I was s- going to say before is like, I would get down on a Saturday morning if I worked the late shift at night, and like, you walk into the house, and someone has a blunt, someone's chopping up lines, and there's a fridge full of beer and vodka and mixers, and they're just like, fucking, like, 25 year old little hoes walking around in, uh, and bikini bottoms and shit. like it's just it's fucking glorious and you're like oh I'm doing this every weekend for 14 weeks so Ocean City uh, to get back to the original point of what I was the saying distinction is, there's that take, word again yeah the distinction Ocean City is like yeah people have people go there and have a a really good a good fucking time but it just can't match mm. the aggression of the Jersey Shore which mm. is just like. You're sprinting a marathon, basically.
1: Mm. Where are most of those girls there from? New Jersey.
2: Yeah, uh, Jersey and Staten Island mostly, uh, and with like sprinklings from like uh, True to the Bro- Television Brooklyn show Brooklyn and Long Island. True to, mostly, true to the Television show. Yeah, I would say mostly, uh, you know, Bergen Hudson Essex, a lot of Monmouth County, a lot of locals hanging out uh, at the at the club. I have found, I found Monmouth County chicks to be much more more agreeable, like. The locals that because oh yeah, well, you mean back. like compared
1: to fucking Bergen County?
2: Compared to yeah, well, well, I mean yeah. that's compared like not to even the, the whatever the fuck is in Hoboken. Oh Hudson,
1: um, yeah, and just like you mean stuck-up New York City bitches or jabs? I'm or talking whatever. about like
2: uh, the 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 basic bitches that moved to Hoboken from the burbs, right? Uh, but uh, that that's
1: not the kind of girl you would encounter at the Jersey Shore.
2: You'll, you'll get, it depends if you Manasquan, you get a lot of those. But mm. I'm a Belmar guy, so mm. I don't run into as. But I get, in Belmar, you get more of the, uh, like the Staten Island, uh, the, uh, you know, the Verona, Cedar Grove, you know, the, the Paisans, his, uh, Hispanic chicks. Uh, if they're going to be Asians, how much do you love?
1: There. How much is like, I just can imagine now, because, you know, obviously I grew up in Glen Ridge, yeah. so I know Verona and Cedar Grove. I can only imagine the extent to which, like, a nice. Brunette Italian girl, twenty five years old from Cedar Grove, Verona, yeah, being like in it, your wheelhouse. That is, yeah, like just that's in exactly, your fucking yeah.
2: wheelhouse. That well, that's my my ex girlfriend is like that, not but not she's from she was from Edison. But yeah, okay, that's, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is that is my that is. I'm, I
1: remember playing Verona and Cedar Grove in sports, and oh, yeah. like every fucking great group
2: one teams. Great, I play. I, yeah, uh I went to college with. uh with a bunch of dudes who were uh, from Verona and Cedar Grove. Really? Yeah.
1: What? Throw out some last names just because. Um, how how far apart are we in age? What year did you graduate high school?
2: 03. Oh, we graduated the same year. So there, uh, uh, hmm played for uh, Cedar Grove, I think. Um, played baseball. Football. I don't know if he. I, I don't know if he played baseball. Okay. But, uh, I
1: played against him in both. If, if he uh I think Bialco Sounds familiar.
2: Yeah there might be yeah Mike was uh 2 years younger. Okay. Um, and then uh, who the fuck else Fuck. I think uh Del was from uh, one of those t- They were like a handful. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I was in you know 15 years Whatever. ago so I, but like I I distinctly remember us having Yeah. you know, well, a, you know, a good swath of the Italians on the Mueller yeah. football team. Let me ask you Mason this. County.
1: When you were in high school at Glen Rock what were, were, how prevalent would you say steroids were?
2: We, I, I didn't see much steroids. We were huge on stimulants. Um, we would take uh, like yellow jackets or like Rip Fuel or uh, Stacker. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't. What we kind of had like an unspoken rule: we wouldn't use them until the playoffs. Um, and then like the, I, I remember just like. I would take it, and I didn't realize, like, now I understand the science, like, stimulants help you focus and shit, like, but I'd take one before practice, like, I would just have, like, a monster practice, like, everything fucking click, I'd be moving, qu- I'd be like, this is the fucking shit, like, yeah, especially by that point in the season, like, that's, that's what, like, week 10 of a high school football season, that's just games, and, you you know, you start practicing in mid-August, you're fucking exhausted. Yeah um and so it was awesome it it was the shit it was before like high school didn't have rules banning that stuff Mm. you just go to 7-eleven buy it and it was cool like you could just take it yeah like it was no fucking
1: well uh, i mean i remember reading a story about uh obviously baseball is different than football but (laughs) whatever there's some similarities in terms of what you're talking about and just the mental grind in baseball versus the sort of more physical and mental one in uh I mean, whatever. On both sports it is, especially at the base, at the professional level if you play 162 games. So Leiritz had gone out, gotten fucking bombed, Um, didn't expect to play the next day. Something happened where whoever the fuck it was, Girardi or like Matt Noakes, I don't know who it was, like tweaked something and Matt couldn't Nokes, play. I'm just throwing names me. out there, you know what <laughs> I mean? And uh, Layritz had to play unexpectedly and he was like really hungover. So I guess he had never done the whole like leaded coffee before which was basically just coffee that had greenies i was gonna say yeah
2: green let's call it let's say yeah so
1: he said fuck it i need to do something like i'm in a badge bad way he hit two home runs that day he was like i it was the best fucking oh, game yeah. i ever had in my life i was so on point oh yeah um i have often said and i really i really actually believe this but i mean i could be wrong with everything that goes into, like, working out these days and the way, like, nutrition is understood and, like, just the way that the weight training has changed from even, like, probably 20 years ago, um, I actually think greenies being taken out of baseball was a bigger deal than steroids being taken out. And then especially because you look at how fucking tight the ball is now, everybody swings for the fences anyway, nobody gives a fuck about striking out, it's shitloads of home runs anyway. Yeah. The thing that's changed more than anything is that you don't have those dudes who play, like, 162 games every fucking inning because they were so loaded up on fucking Greenies yeah. every game. You just don't have that anymore. Yeah. So I ask you, what was that really so great to take Greenies out of baseball? Um, I mean, I'm,
2: I'm a fan of performance enhancement, so I would just say, yeah, fucking let guys take whatever the fuck they want. Um, but if you're, I guess if you're the kind of person who's like, look, we need to keep this as on the level as It's possible. bad
1: for you, right? It's bad for your heart.
2: I would say that it's certainly not the kind of thing you should take on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, stab for your heart. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I, I was taking the shit when I was like a fucking teenager. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, the reason I'm I brought this up is that point.
1: Cedar Grove back in the day allegedly used steroids or whatever. Like, yeah, I had a friend uh, who was a was of, a good enough football player yeah, to play in some of, of the these regional all star games the and shit. High school
2: kids, they like uh, D ball is the big one. Uh, high school kids love. They all fucking love D ball. Um, yeah, I don't. You're you're you don't need high school kids don't need steroids. Their body is a fucking steroid. Right. Steroids are for. Older so what people. would it even do for you? Oh, I mean, short term, like let you work out harder go, or yeah, whatever. Like an animal, but it's just you don't need it. And if you're
1: even if, as a teenager.
2: Yeah, definitely. But the thing is, the negatives as a teenager are going to be a lot worse. Like you're mm. fucking with a, a developing endocrine system. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's yeah. nuts. Like. Yeah. I'm like the uh the emotional stability of a mm. teenage boy mm. is not is not where it needs to be to handle
1: yeah i think i i'm pretty sure
2: swings that you're going to get from fucking with your body's heart. I, look i i i'm going through puberty
1: i'm pretty sure that this and and look uh, i live in bloomfield now uh this happened in bloomfield about at this point probably like fucking 20 years ago which is fucking weird to think about Um, I got stepped to one time by a guy in Bloomfield, a big Italian dude, like Swole Up, that I really, truly, to this day, believe was on like a roid rage because uh, none of us really did anything that crazy. Like we were at a sporting event and it was like more or less like kind of like some words exchanged between like fan sections. You know what I mean? And then I was out in the parking lot and dude was like trying to throw down. And I, more or less, was just, like, I making a calculated risk right now. where seen, I was, like...
2: This is a uh, drama I've seen I was like, out of time.
1: In my two. brain, I was, like, yeah, this isn't going to work out well for me. So, I think I was just, like, you know, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to fight you. You know what I mean? And, like, I was sort of half ready for it to go down anyway. It didn't. Yeah. But...
2: Yeah, yeah um, the dude
1: was so angry. It like didn't really yeah. justify the situation well, the that it just thi- happened. The
2: other thing about steroids match the situation. The other that thing it just about happened. steroids is that what they boost testosterone, which if you boost your testosterone, it tends to enhance uh, your personality, particularly your perhaps more aggressive traits. Right. So if you're already the kind of person who goes around with the mentality that you're, I'm like, gonna knock somebody that out that tonight or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, like you're a tough guy. It's the the steroids are are going to to bring like if you're an asshole steroid they say this is a a, the saying that they it's kind of like being drunk if you're an asshole steroids (coughs) are going to make you more of an asshole if you're if you're a fucking like chipper like great dude steroids are going to make you more of like a happy go lucky guy they are going to bring out whatever like your dominant personality personality traits are yeah even more and if you think about the kind of person who is prone to taking steroids. Unless you're, if you're a professional athlete, obviously it makes sense. To be right, a professional thing. If Careers on the line, if money. If you're not, and you're just like, yeah, man, I need, I need to
1: juice. Well, I mean, I guess in theory, world gym. <laughs> if you have, but if you have the right, and, and and look, nine times out of ten, that's what it was. And I, I can the the world gym thing was like a perfect call then, with then regards a, to this guy. I'm thinking good of. Chance. But what if you're trying to get like a college scholarship or something like that? I guess in some ways, that's a pretty fucking serious deal.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I would I would lump that into like a professional thing, like okay. you're using it to advance okay. yourself. Okay. So that's different. Yeah, you're using your to to advance yourself in a capacity that you you deem the steroids necessary right. for. Right. Right. Uh, just some fucking guy who's going who who wants to you know go to world gym and be the one who benches two twenty five the most times there. Yeah. He might have some personality features right that are not suited to taking steroids. Yeah. Um but what the fuck I was gonna say um yeah like if you're older though I think like Joe Rogan takes uh he does like TRT that is steroid T- TRT is a steroid it's testosterone so like if you're like 50 and you're like you know i it's kinda dipping off I don't feel like the way I used to but I still wanna train I just want my body to recover I'm gonna go to a doctor and get you know low dose test shots mm. like I think that makes a lot. of So sense. those
1: guys, like let's say for example, there's some there's some men who are like famous on Instagram because they're like seventy and still bodybuilders and yeah. shit. Did they take testosterone?
2: I would I would think they're taking. They won't. They one they probably live incredibly healthy, like beyond lifestyles. clean living. Yeah, like they they,
1: they eat like raw. Salmon, and eggs, super, and fucking super healthy kale healthy and uh, cottage zero fat cottage yeah. cheese. So um,
2: yeah, so imagine doing that your entire life. Right, you're gonna arrive at 70 looking pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, yeah, they're probably taking like a low dose uh, whatever because they're like, look, I, you know, I want to say vibrant. You know, look, Sylvester Stallone looks great. Yeah. At, what is he 70 something
1: so he's taking testosterone he takes
2: i think he takes uh like growth hormone i think he was taking he, he was talking about um but yeah these guys um
1: they, you, you excited for the new rambo
2: i it it sounds cool i i actually have on dvd uh like uh the first uh first 3
1: oh have you seen the first one
2: rambo yeah
1: yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's
2: hitchhiking to yeah oh through. yeah yeah of course
1: because that one's fucking amazing yeah that's rambo yeah, yeah. I mean, the other two are genre, good as, like, comedies more than... Yeah, yeah than, uh, fucking Rambo, though. Is, yeah.
2: yeah. It's an American institution. Yeah, that's fucking though. amazing. Um, yeah, no, I think... Um, I, I'm excited about, like, the shit that they're doing. Like, the, the things that we... Like, you realize like what we know now about, like, taking care of your body. Like, how much better of a life you can have into your older years. Right. Like, people, like... You know, just like 20 years ago, I remember, like, look, and just looking at my own grandparents, like, they didn't know about any of this shit. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, like, like, Wonder Bread, like, that's good for you. Like, no! <laughs> so, like, and they're just eating this, like, yeah, like, slap a little, uh, some red meat and some, uh, some marshmallow fluff in yeah. between two pieces of Wonder Bread. Right. And you're getting all
1: your nutrition. Exactly. Yeah,
2: don't worry about those vegetables. Right. Um. But now, like, all this shit we know about, like, you know, paleo dieting and fucking and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, like, you can if you take care of yourself, like, you can really live pretty, uh, pretty well through your life.
1: Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, you know, I'm talking about, like, there's this guy that I'm picturing in my head. Yeah. Yeah. That and I think, well, that's is fucking I, that, like that's completely fucking shredded. And I think it's, I think it's at whatever it is, Yeah, I
2: think it's awesome that, like, you can look to like, like, I'm 34 now. I can look ahead and be like, OK, when I'm, you know, 60 or 50 or 60, it will not be difficult for me to safely go to a doctor and be like, hey, look, you know, the f- physical activity has been a huge part of my life. I would like to be able to maintain that into my elder years.
1: By getting it, testosterone. Yeah, what
2: can, you, what can you give me? I mean, it's, you know, testosterone dips off so we can start to die.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing... Uh... It's not illegal to get yeah. testosterone, from, right? From an
2: and from look from an evolutionary perspective, once you get past kind of prime breeding age, you're just no longer useful. So there's no reason for that which keeps you vibrant and right. young to remain in your. There's just no evolutionary purpose for it. Yeah. Um. If there was, it would it would stay there. Um. And then so you die off, so the new generation can come up. But, you know, if you're going to be on the planet for, you know, hopefully 80 to 100 years, then why would you want the last, you know, quarter or last third or whatever of that to just be like physically miserable? Yeah.
1: You know, it's interesting you say that. I wonder if I should try to get my dad on fucking testosterone because, you know, so what happened to my dad is he's always been a vibrant athletic guy. Right. Played fucking football, uh, played lacrosse in college. Played JV football in, in college, yeah. like was a was an athlete. Is an athlete, you know what I mean? Like, um, but he had like a bout of illness a couple of years ago, a bad pneumonia, yeah, and also some other respiratory shit. Lost a ton of weight, yeah. like I, he's he's like he's bookish now. He's yeah. extremely bookish, and it's like he oh, actually he great. he's got like he goes to the gym and shit. Yeah, like he's been great. he's been lifting. He fucked his hip or he fucked his actually he thought it was his hip. He, he fucked his glute up because he was doing so much in like the gym. Yeah, and um, I'm thinking about yeah, maybe telling him you should get on some testosterone.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would definitely send him to because a, a doctor can talk to him about that kind of stuff. Yeah, look, oh, that's what we can do for you. Yeah. yeah. Testosterone and food.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, he's got this weird thing with food. He has to take pills, or else he. It's like the. It's like a th- this thing people would sign up for if you could. It's it's fucked up because it's obviously not. But yeah. he has to take pills to process any fat at all. Oh Jesus! He can't. Otherwise, he just won't. Wow. Like he could drink like. Five milkshakes. And despite obviously anybody's gonna deal with some lactose intolerance from your stomach perspective if you do that. But like he can't process fat unless he takes this no pill. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking That's weird. He's he's gone through it, man. He's lost a lot of weight. Easy. So um I wonder with the whole testosterone thing. I should actually uh <laughs> bring that up and, and ask him about yeah, that. T R T man. Um so anyway, this is kind of a, a slight connection. Obviously as somebody who lives in New Jersey I love Taylor Ham, also known, yes. depending on if you're in South Taylor Jersey, Hamm. as we'll pork roll. We call it Taylor Ham. But there was an article on the StarLedger.com, NJ.com, that had, like, a list of the 20 best Taylor Ham places in New Jersey. Did they? Yeah, I got to fucking go to some of these places, man. It looks They look out. so fucking good. on. I'm the, so
2: loyal to my my. Where's your spot? Where's your go-to spot? Everybody's uh, got Bagel a spot. Bagel Gourmet on Rock Road in Glen Rock. That has been, since, uh, I mean, since, fuck, before elementary school. Mm. That like I li- I grew- the my first house in Glen Rock that we lived in, I lived right around the corner, and then in high school that was like, the the before what like if you had a car people would go there before school, I, I would go there uh, if you were, if you played football everyone picked up their breakfast there on game day, if you walk into the team meeting room before the game and it was. The exact same thing across every table: yellow Gatorade and a couple Taylor ham egg and cheeses. Um, yeah, I would, can't go wrong. Yeah, I would buy. I would buy two. I would leave one in my locker for after the game. Fucking great! It's amazing. Nothing like coming back to the, the locker room and having a fucking Taylor ham egg and cheese yeah. waiting. for yeah, you. yeah,
1: that's true. Wow, I can I can taste that now. As as I'm cramping, trying to take my fucking sweat-soaked, fucking disgusting football pants off. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. Just go off. Ta- so good. <laughs> um, so anyway, I want to go on that tour. Um, maybe we can go to some place and try it out and some like record video a mini, content. record a mini pod, yeah, like some sort of thing.
2: That's I think that's video content. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, again, I have no problem calling it pork roll, provided we're I like do. south I a, of I want to say like Holmdell. I don't know why I've always felt like that's like the cutoff for whatever Taylor ham versus. Yeah, yeah
2: that's about is that right. wrong? I, a I mean, I don't Raritan, know why Holmdell. Raritan River, maybe yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah.
1: For some reason, it's somewhere the fuck around there. That's all I know. Uh, so this is... Re- <laughs> yeah, I think,
2: like, Union County, they start calling it that. Like, fucking... Really? Yeah, they...
1: It, it, it Damn, it's fucking further north far, than I thought. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Pork roll? It's fucking Close, very disconcerting. Yeah, now I'm fucking pissed off. Yeah, fuck them. All right, so this is a great thing that my boyfriend discovered. So, um... We use choppy's dry cleaners which is right around the it's right up the street in montclair and the reason that we go there more or less is that that's where my family always went for dry cleaning so it's like okay that's where i fucking know to go and get dry cleaning done i don't have a lot of dry cleaning i wear like you know khakis and and button downs for work so i don't take but more or less every time i have to go to a wedding which i do this weekend in, in philly i take my uh suit in And this nice, like, Brooks Brothers button-down shirt that I have to get, like, pressed and, you know, set up and the suit already. So, (laughs) choppy's cleaners. um, My boyfriend's, like, obsessed with, like, Google ratings and, like, you know, number of stars you have. And, like, he's he's convinced that he can tell if a place is any good or not, depending on how many. Same thing with, like, products you order on Amazon. Everyone needs a hobby. Exactly. And this one is definitely his. So, he uh, noticed that choppies has like a bad online rating that they've got like a, ba- a lot of really bad reviews, which to me is weird. Cause I think it's a perfectly fine yeah. cleaners. Like the ladies, a are seamstress, they, are like they she's Chinese owned. If they're Asian,
2: are they chinks, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you bastard, you, Shane Gillis, you! you're fired.
2: Um, I, I wonder if that's ever going to come back To be like, oh... yeah. Could you imagine?
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? If,
2: yeah, if even if blatantly using it as a callback to an earlier... Yeah, that's funny. That would I funny. love it in a way. If see, that, I, you know what? see if that that's what's the, so
1: fucked up. That put me on the Can map? Can I tell you something? If that was enough to put me on the map, I would go through the misery of but it. But that's what's so fucked up about this. And I really sincerely, sincerely mean this, right? And I think a lot of this speaks to somebody's life philosophy right like let's say somebody gave you the opportunity and i'm being serious right now let's say somebody gave you the opportunity they said you can be a a pop musician version of comedy and make millions upon millions of dollars sell out msg sell out the staples center You know, you you go on tour, the whole thing, DVDs, whatever it may be. You're making millions of dollars. But you're sort of like a mainstream, poppy, you know, like that type of comedian. The golden handcuffs. Right.
2: You are are a slave to the whims of society.
1: Versus you make, and I'm actually going to boost it a little more than I originally did in my head. Like $250,000 a year net, you tour as a comedian, at like, you know, mid-level clubs, whatever it may be. You go around. You go to different cities. And you got a family, but you're on the road a lot. You know, like, you have a nice house, but it's not like you have a yeah. mansion. Um, I give you those two options. Which one are you taking?
2: Me, personally, I would prefer the, the fucking, the, the not-pop one.
1: Easy for yeah. you to say, man. Yeah, I'm I sure know. if the money was offered to you, you'd fucking take it, man. You. Th-
2: well, I view, I view, fi- I view finances different.
1: Like, I look at like. For the record, I'm with you right now. Yeah, and I'm fucking being I serious. View, yeah, fuck off. If anybody doesn't believe me yeah, or if like, says that's not true, go fuck I, yourself. I
2: took a pay cut to
1: come work for a comedy good point show. Good point. So for you me, you did actually. You have actually the proof in the pudding.
2: Yeah. So for me, there's an intrinsic value in 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 I believe in the art of it. Like there's a read the, I, the, the show that no, I, you,
1: you actually have put your money where your yeah, mouth is.
2: The, the specific show that I work for, I, I took a pay cut to go work for them because I'm so into what they do that I wanted to be a, you know, a functioning part of it. Um, by the way, are you a wrestling guy? Um, I was in like middle school. Yeah, me too.
1: I'm aware. I just of, know that Sam is a big, yeah, uh, wrestling I'm,
2: guy. I'm, I'm aware of it. Uh, Culturally, and like obviously, like there's like, re- like you know, there are definitely times when like I hear about something like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. just curious if yeah, you know. I think I think it's cool, but it's just not something I make time for. It's right. probably like I definitely don't like look. De- like I might make
1: jokes yeah, about. No, no, that's fair. I mean, I actually don't. I don't yeah. rip on it, and I think that I'll, if I had all the time in the world, I may very well watch wrestling. I'll, I'll I loved it back in the day. I'll tell you that much. I could, I can
2: definitely rip on it and like bust your shit, like if you like, if you like, absurdly into it. But I also definitely see the the entertainment value, and I mean, these guys are so fucking athletic, and they're, they're, you know, we have them on the show all the time. They're a lot of them are, are really well spoken, smart dudes. They come from interesting backgrounds. A lot of former uh, football players, like a lot of dudes who get like, you know, like it's like one of those things that guys who, you know, you get drafted in the seventh round, you get cut during training camp and you're like, well, now what can I do with my body? And a lot of those guys become professional wrestlers. Like if you look at, uh, I bet the uh, the WWE roles and see what saw where people came from, I bet a lot of them would be guys whose uh, football careers didn't pan out. Yeah.
1: So, well, I mean, look, uh, in that sense, yeah, look at really fucking cool. the rock.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like there's like a whole shitload of Goldberg. Them. Yeah. Like, l- like every, everyone that we have in is like, yeah, so I was playing football. It was like, I was playing football at the university or wherever. And, uh, you know, I just did, I got cut during training camp by, you know, the fucking yeah. bucks. And, Plus,
1: yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, yeah. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was fucking awesome in the Longest Yard remake. Oh yeah, that's how a white man runs the football. Stone Cold, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like a fullback style. You know what I mean? Hell like he just yeah. like ran it right up the fucking a gap and like just fucking, fucking powered beast. people yeah, down. Yeah, we, uh, we had him, that's how a white man runs the football. We had
2: him in his fucking arms are enormous. I love Stone Cold. That's yeah, like again a, a the national, whole Attitude Era. He is a you national. Know, treasure.
1: I basically go from being a Hulkamaniac up through being a Razor Ramon fan, um, sort of, you know, getting a little bit into DX and Stone Cold at the same time.
2: I was a DX guy.
1: And then obviously, you know, you love The Rock. I mean, I love The Rock. I loved him. I loved his mic skills. Um, I, I loved everything about his persona. And that... Was sort of when it started to kind of. Yeah, they didn't
2: really. They, they, uh, DX and Stone Cold never really ran afoul of each other that often.
1: No, because they were both sort of that counterculture. Yeah. Uh, their yeah. gimmick was too similar to ever I really. Think,
2: uh, I think there was a brief period of time where they did a, a little bit where uh, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold were like good friends, and they were all like they were both drinking down in Texas together.
1: And they did actually have, um, they had a pretty, I think, high profile match. Uh, HBK and Stone Cold at one point but um, anyway if anybody happens to be a wrestling fan listening to this you're like no that's not right you don't know what you're talking about you know, but anyway, that's sort of my—that's the extent of my ripping on the. Uh-
2: yeah, no, I I fucking loved DX. I had I had. <laughs>
1: oh, you didn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the the new age album. Oh, I fucking oh, love fucking the new ex- age. What? Yeah. What, your ass better call somebody. What 12, yeah. What twelve-year-old boy da, da, da. did not know that by heart? Yeah, we. I, I
2: used to. Uh, I used to buy uh, the D-Generation X T-shirts at like Spencer Gifts. And I would I would cut them <laughs> just like just like DX. Would yeah, oh, yeah. So fucking
1: yeah, good. yeah. Now DX was great. DX was great. No, again, I mean, there there was a time and place. I mean, I don't watch it anymore. It's not to say I have anything against people who do still. Yeah. I um, yeah. I don't really. I don't. I don't take issue with
2: it. There's aspects
1: there of it that I don't I think like are still as good. But I mean, you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, moving right along. What else do we have here oh oh so I never actually told this story I started to talk about it and then something changed oh we we, we did a callback so anyway this choppys cleaners right choppy's cleaners is uh, a perfectly fine dry cleaner but for some reason they have like this online campaign that's been waged against them I don't know what I really don't get it. I, I had n- I've had never had a problem. Bored. It's like... Bored like, the lady... The lady's good. Like, she's a fucking seamstress. It's like, boring. if you bring something in and you're like, hey, can you hem this for me? Or this is torn or whatever. It's, she's fucking... She's got masterful there's, fingers. There
2: is nothing more dangerous than a bored suburbanite with a social media account. It's insane.
1: So anyway, this poor woman, I think her name, or her anglicized name is like Susan or Lucy or whatever it may be. She's really nice. Lucy. Um, so <laughs> Twenty-five cent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they like started to try to like, I guess, claw back against this online That's these great, bad dude. reviews. So I I'm trying to figure out exactly what happened. I don't know if like I'm this so is a fun. bot that they put in place or if they actually went through their like computer and tried to find names that they knew they've had good relations with in the past. Again, like we've gone to this, these yeah. people for years, decades.
2: What do they just tag like dozens of people? So in each post? there's
1: a review on their website. What, that,
2: which one am I looking at?
1: I mean, I see you left a review. But again, a that's not actually how you spell my name. Uh, My name is F L I P P I N.
2: The husband and wife team, a very professional. The cleaning service is just unbelievable. With your clothes just. up notch ten and a half and above without a doubt so
1: again I didn't write this review and what happened was my boyfriend was like I was looking at these reviews did you write a <laughs> review on there and I was like what are you talking about James?" Flippin. and he was like you wrote a review oh, you James wrote a positive Frippin. you wrote a five star review on their website and James I was like Frippin I've never I was like star. I've never fucking left a review on anybody's website like what are you oh, talking about number one a dry cream <laughs> <laughs> I'm to not even Japanese so i'm trying to figure out chinese so i'm trying to figure out if this is like a like a computer program that they hired to try to counteract yeah. the bad reviews that they'd gotten because if you think about it it actually doesn't really make any sense yeah it, it says my <laughs> name first like why would someone write their name and then write a review especially when you have your name on the account or whatever they misspelled my last name
2: do you think they just made a list on a Word document? And maybe. Copy and pasted the name? Maybe.
1: Or maybe they just had a bot that all they had to do was enter some names yeah. of the, from their customer There's roles. Something along the, the And it went and created messages or whatever. But, I mean, I have to say, the husband and wife team are very professional. Yeah. They are.
2: So it's not inaccurate
1: no the cleaning service is just unbelievable <laughs> again i don't have any problem with it and i think it's great and again like they do go above and beyond with they some earned, of their sewing and stuff a like 10 that and a
2: half rating
1: well the funny thing is it's a five-star review yeah with your clothes just top-notch ten and a half and above <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> above. But how great is that? <laughs> 10 and a half, 10.5 which is a weird... like That's not on integer. I don't know where that is on the scale because half. if it's 1 to 10 what or like... What did
2: they do to lose the half star? And
1: where did the half come from? Like Why 10 and a half? Well, Are I we wanna, going up towards 20 or well, like what?
2: I, if, it, if it's out of 11, I want to know what, what they did to lose the half. So
1: you're saying star. it's like a spinal tap thing where this if one goes to 11?
2: <laughs> well, what did they do to lose it? They were doing so well.
1: I guess they figured
2: they surpassed I 10. guess
1: they figured you know what show a little bit of humility
2: yeah this is a people aren't gonna take this seriously. but they did we say a but they
1: did say 10 100%. and a half and above without a doubt and above and above that's sort of a tantalizing suggestion like what wow. does that mean
2: now you see now you understand why Shane Gillis wanted to make fun of the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah! all right you may be pushing it a little farther I'm a little uncomfortable I'm a little triggered. Okay, so now this was really. This I have to mark the tape because I have to actually put the audio in. I don't know if you heard this, um, but this started to go viral on Twitter.
0: Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
1: you're not very smart, and you smoke a lot of pot. I'll mark the tape, and I'll play it from the phone into the microphone, which, if that works, then... That's probably just good enough. Whatever, it may be. But this was this thing that started going viral on Twitter, uh, (laughs) I think, like, a week ago or something like that. So this woman captioned this. Wait, what the fuck did she just say? And the responses down on the uh, tweet are pretty great. It's it's along the lines of like that's some white shit. That's some real, real white shit. Anyway, I'll just, I'll play the audio for you. Uh, I would if I knew how to actually work a phone, which would help in 2019.
0: Oh my gosh. It
1: can never you know, I didn't ever think it was going to happen to us. Do you know how this
0: fire started? Yes, I do. It was because of my cousin. And I don't want to mention no names. Your
2: cousin? Yes. Uh, And you say you think your cousin started this, uh, do you know how or why?
0: He's mad because he he can't get with me. I'm married to my husband, and it's a long
2: story. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: mad because he can't get with me? He's mad because he can't get with me. What state is this? Well, let's see, Levitt's, I, I believe it says Levittsburg, Burwell Road, Levittsburg. So let's see where Levittsburg is.
2: That doesn't sound like it's in the West Village.
1: No. Um, let's see, Levitt's, you seem a little bit like, you seem more affected by this than I expected you I, to be.
2: I'm, I'm just, I, there's a something I want to get to. It's in Ohio. Okay.
1: The Youngstown area.
2: Yeah, a very uh, yes. Yeah, I it's it's interesting that you're just like oh people in that those those kinds of places are actually kind of into like around here the thought of fucking a cousin or something right. is just abhorrent. Right. But out there, I don't. I certainly don't endorse it. But I understand what there's just well. Look. No- well, wait a
1: second. But we know. Because we live in an area that perhaps is a little more culturally diverse than perhaps Levittsburg, Ohio. Yeah. That stereotypes exist for a reason. Shouldn't they also out there?
2: Yeah, they should. I'm just, that's what I'm getting to. I'm I'm actually trying to pinpoint why it happens. I think (laughs) that it's just, I think that it's just because. You're a sociologist. There's no, no, there's just your, the amount of people available to fuck are so few and far between that i think like where's the hotbed of it like people always say like alabama and like mississippi or whatever like arkansas like yeah places where there is just nobody else and like that's like those like there's like those like boys like those like teenage boys in like columbia that like they go out like they're like like sheep herders and they wind up fucking the sheep because it's just like oh yeah like that's the available warm hole around these so
1: you're spots. saying it's it's purely a numbers game.
2: I'm saying I think that's what drives uh, the um, that
1: type of uh, behavior. That's
2: that sort of the cultural acceptance of it in certain regions I guess is like the best way to put it like, mm. fucking weird to me, but mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. you know you...
1: is the is the uh, uh, as a whole. <laughs> is the the goat fucking uh, culturally acceptable in spots?
2: Yeah, uh, like, like I said, there's a, uh, there's, like, a documentary out there. I don't know if it's, like, a Vice thing or, or whatever, uh, about these, like, guys in, uh, like fucking South America, like the Andes or some shit in okay. Columbia. I don't know, I think it's somewhere down there. Uh-huh. Um,
1: Wasn't there a movie called Alive or something like that about uh
2: Well that's the plane that crashed. That's the though no, they that was when they the soccer team ate each other.
1: That was in the Andes, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was uh, So it's
1: kind of a similar thing. You gotta eat, you gotta fuck Yeah,
2: yeah, well yeah, that's uh what's <laughs> uh is it, uh, uh, Maslow's uh hierarchy of human needs. you gotta get those things covered. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess if you know, it's all relative, like In the New York City area you would never think to do that kind of shit because you're just like, oh, like there's just there are available women walking around all over the place. But the exact opposite of that, I guess, is being a fucking like Sherpa in the Andes and be like, there are no available women anywhere. And like you know, I mean you know the way your fucking rod rages when you're a fucking teenager. Mm. If you're out there working the working the goats across the pasture and you haven't seen a woman in a couple of weeks, and you start just getting fucking, you know, nature gets you piped up, there's a, a just sort of natural progression of events that might play out that I certainly wouldn't like to participate in, but I can see from a logical perspective how they happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I've always applauded your open-mindedness and willingness Thank to... Um, weird, sympathize, <laughs> yeah. In many ways, you are. In many ways, you are. But in like a good way, in like in like an appreciable a not way,
2: not disingenuous way, right?
1: Because like I think in a lot of ways, you um, actually will try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, or you know, like sort of understand where they're coming from, um, which is obviously sort of not what the modern like. Leftist woke. The woke
2: left does not want to understand no, where anyone is coming. No,
1: from. no, they don't have any interest. They send you
2: to a gulag.
1: Exactly. So, um, yeah, no. I mean, I just, I think that that's, that that's something to be uh, commended for. Let it
2: be known, I, Mike Montone has been called woke.
1: Yeah, and uh, in, in a non-ironic, uh, <laughs> in a non-ironic way. Um, all right. So let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, how about this? Apparently, if you can. Guess the flavor of this mystery Oreo that they sell, and I don't know how this works exactly. You can win fifty thousand dollars if you can guess the flavor of this Oreo. Now, what I want to know is how do they? There has to be more than one person that gets this right, right? Like, like you have to, there, even if it's like you have to mail in your answer or something like that, yeah, how do they? Is it just first come first serve?
2: I um I seem to remember when uh, <clears throat> like I, we were growing up and like different c- candy companies and shit would, would try stuff, like, stuff that. like that. I seem to remember the rules being explained as you guess, you submit, and then they select one from the winning um, answers. I feel like I remember that being the thing that makes sense. I think Charms used to do like a mystery thing. And people were like, "Oh yeah, you get like a shitload of money if you get it." And it was like, "No, no, no, you are eligible for you yeah. become okay part of the you uh, become one
1: of those front. potential yeah. contenders or whatever." That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, look, I gotta say, I because
2: uh, all they all they have to do is say like, "While supplies last."
1: Right. That, that, oh, oh like, the okay, classic. Yeah, while supplies last. My coworker is very into bringing in all these different like varieties of Oreos. Um, If memory serves, there is one that I tried that I thought was potentially as good, if not better, than the original. I think it might have been like a coffee Oreo or something like that. I don't know. I've... But I mean, for the most part, they're other—they're they are they're not that good. Like she really? brought in this one that I, was oh, mint. Like, you mean good relative? No, no. Don't get me Oreo. wrong. Regular fucking yeah, Oreos okay. are pure crack. I'm talking about like these different variations. Yeah, Oreo, they do.
2: Oreo dunked in ice cold milk is about the greatest fucking thing in the world.
1: I mean, you can't do much better.
2: Yeah. Um. The red one I like.
1: The oh, red, it's like a red, red velvet. Filling, yeah. Huh. Super good. What's the what What's the flavor?
2: Whatever red velvet.
1: Like, oh, it is red yeah, velvet. Something, oh, something okay, very nice. They, I could see where that would be good. Yeah, she brought in these like mint chocolate chip uh, ice cream, supposed ones. That sounds
2: like you. You can't. You don't want to eat that warm. That's got to go in the freezer.
1: Very good call because I'll tell you exactly what they tasted like today. to that me. Up
2: over some vanilla ice cream. They tasted. Amazing. They
1: tasted Inments. like. Uh, Exactly. I said I see what they're trying to do here. They want to take away that cool. put, they want to take that market away from or, the Girl Scouts. Or,
2: around Girl Scout time of year I put thin mints in my protein shakes. They're fucking great.
1: Thin mints are very good. Yeah. I mean, I'm more of a tagalongs guy myself, but I've always been when it like comes the, to that decadent like shit Samoas. peanut butter. Yeah, I've got nothing against Samoas. Good. Samoas are also very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um Samoas are probably my third. Or, no, I'd say, you know what? Samoas might be my second. I think I go tagalongs. Samoa's Thin Mints. Yeah,
2: Samoa's better than Thin Mints. When I was younger, I liked the Thin Mint better, but I think that's just because mint is just an easy flavor. And then I disco- when I discovered the Samoa, I was like, this is fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And I think if I'm... See, the problem with me is, like, sometimes I fall into, like, rotate... Sweets are my downfall. So I fall into, like, a rotation with stuff like that, where if I'm going ha- to have shitty food that's mint... Yeah. I want mint chocolate chip ice cream. Like I want like yeah. the real thing.
2: You know what I, I I also I like a good dessert. What I do is I just reserve it for usually sun. I like one on Sunday night and mm. then like Friday or Saturday. Mm. So that you know if though if I eat f- you know f- those three bad you know f- through the weekend bad fucking shit for dessert. Right. And then maybe one of those days I have a couple slices of pizza. Four meals out of my entire <laughs> fucking week of <or> that. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking
1: of wrestling, there was this great, and I think we might have talked about this on the show. So if I did, then please stop me because it doesn't have to get dived into again. But there was this great Twitter thread where this guy was talking about factoids of Vince McMahon. And he was saying how, like, there was a time when a reporter came up early for an interview and caught him not you know inadvertently it's not like the guy like wanted some expose about the fact that fucking vince mcmahon had a couple of slices of pizza for lunch but vince mcmahon was so mortified that someone saw him eating pizza (laughs) (laughs) but the other great thing they had in there is that he i guess is just this super like crazy fitness freak you know what i mean like that's what he is vince is fucking jacked totally shredded and uh Fire. Yeah, so he has this theory where Austin, you know, your body you're fire, <laughs> the court team corporate, uh, your body can only process so many calories at once. So the theory goes from Vince McMahon. So when he cheats, he goes like insane. Like yeah. he'll eat like two fucking pizzas. Like yeah, he'll eat like up. a couple bags of fucking Doritos. You know what I yeah. mean? Like because he's like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like Probably I'm going to make myself fucking it. sick. Yeah and not want to do this again for a while, but my body also can't... Like, I'm just going to shit it out. Like, it's not like yeah. they're actually going to... I'm not going to get, like, five times the fat you also, from oh, this. And you
2: also get a great training effect from it, too. Like, if you work out hard the day after, like, loading up on fucking, like, carbs and shit like that, like, your muscles will be, like, fully shit. Like, you get, you'll you you'll be a little bit stronger. Like, so there is there is a little, like... It, it gives you a little a boost if you do it the right way. You, just, yeah. you can't, you know, you do it too often. You sure. into a bag of shit. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but anyway, I loved how embarrassed he was. Like, he, like, swore the guy to secrecy about the fact that he saw him eating pizza.
2: Yeah, you keep your mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> oh, and there was an, I'll get you fired. This
1: is the last one. But uh, this other great thing was uh, supposedly Vince uh, or Stephanie and Triple H, like, beat his ass at billiards or tennis or whatever it was. And he and was he fucking furious, like guy. totally out of his fucking yeah. mind, angry. It might have even been like a board game or something yeah. like that. It was at their like, you know, vacation yeah. house or whatever. You're not,
2: you don't, you're not the head of the fucking WWE yeah. without being a competitive yeah. motherfucker. So
1: they have like, a, there's like an intercom system in the house. Like, of course there is. You know what I mean? They probably live in a fucking, they have like a palatial vacation home. So yeah. um, Stephanie jumped on the intercom and said like, great try tonight that or something like that like something like that and they said they could hear him screaming they were in the other aspect of the house like the other wing of the house or whatever and they They could hear him screaming oh they died they said they died and i just fucking love that shit because to me that kind of personality that's what it takes
2: yeah
1: that's what it takes and you know what God fucking bless Vince McMahon.
2: Oh, I love Vince McMahon. Seriously. Yeah, you can't not love fucking Vince yeah. McMahon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love that shit. I I read that whole fucking thread like it was the next great American novel. I mean, uh, clearly, I I retained all those all these uh months later when I first, from when I first read that. Um, I'm just trying to figure if there's anything else that we really should get into here. How long do we have on this fucking tape right now? It's an hour ten. Want to just go rapid fire through these final sort of remaining categories? All right. So as far as the whole Shane Gillis thing, right? Yeah. I just want to know, who are these people that, like, come forward and tattle on these people with whatever this like perceived racial injustice is I, like is this like a fucking cottage industry i think where people are like sitting around I think there are two, looking at people's yearbooks and all and this goes for the justin trudeau shit too like how the fuck did that come out not that i, I like have, justin trudeau i could give a fuck less about him but you get my point
2: Yeah, i think you have a couple we have a, we have a couple things going on here at least for Shane. So for Shane Gillis. Right. Like who really is Trudeau? Uh, he, first of all, a, he's got
1: a decently popular podcast, Tr- right? Tr-
2: yeah. So Trudeau is a politician. I, and understand people do, people are going to dig if you're a politician, people would dig. Okay. Fucking past, Fine. You know? That's going to that happen. Probably a little.
1: Easy that one's story. a little more easy to understand. So Shane, Shane Gillis, how popular is this podcast? the The Shane and Mike secret podcast or whatever. Um,
2: I'm. I mean, I was. I was following him on Twitter. I. I'd never listened to the podcast before. Okay. And you listen
1: to a decent number of podcasts.
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, there comes just comes a a point where there's just
1: only so many you can listen to. Apparently, the average American listens to seven a week. Uh, Doesn't that sound wrong?
2: I don't know. I listen well because a lot of podcasts are like ten minutes long.
1: Okay. So, but doesn't that sound, like, crazy to you? Seven? A lot, a lot, a, I saw that fucking out on my phone, and I was like, I don't fucking think that's like, right. a
2: lot of them are, like, ten minutes long, so, like, if you're, like, watching someone's little podcast on YouTube, ten minutes. Okay,
1: so I right guess long. what they're saying is that if you listen to podcasts, <laughs> yeah. on average, you listen to seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, but uh, I think that there, there are, like, two different things that were going on in the Shane Gillis thing. One, you have there are people who are like either in comedy or on the periphery of comedy. Um, Like I would consider my job on like the periphery of comedy. Mm -hmm. So if you're a comedy blogger, I would consider you on the periphery of comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are a lot of people who exist on the periphery of comedy who wish they were in comedy, who aren't. And like, oh, I would put open micers in in that. um, And they are fueled... By this fucking... Like... They see other people make it... And they're not... And they would... Because they would rather spend the time on Twitter... Fucking... Just... uh, Taking part in these witch hunts... Than actually going out and fight... Like... You know... Writing art... Like a fucking... Doing like a podcast... Doing open mics... Like whatever... They're just... They... They seek out someone they can take down... And when... When they see it... They strike... And that's when you see the fucking blog posts come and they pile on and that's the headlines are, are always call it like offensive racist whatever like they ha- just hammer it because they're like you know what if i can't be if i can't be in i'm going to at least be part of the fuck it like i'm going to contribute to the bloodbath mm. like that's almost like them getting there like instead of getting a, a big laugh on stage if they're the one that that gets that fucking that reaction from it was their blog post that they wrote and then that like, that's them. That's the closest they'll get to getting a big laugh in a fucking comedy club because they're just not they're not funny people. So they're just going to go out and tear down someone who has put uh, all that work into doing it. The other end of it is that the 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 way digital media works is that it um, it just feeds on clicks. You get clicks via controversy and argument and stuff. So anything that um, is going to be controversial or stoke anger um, websites will glom onto so you get this sort of intersection of um, these woke shitheads who are too lazy to make a career for themselves in comedy uh, attacking someone who obviously they're aware of him because they all go to the same open mics and stuff when they do go out and they see him take off and they're like oh fuck this guy they know they know about his podcast because if, you, if, if you're into that stuff you're aware of what the scene looks like, um, and they're like, "Oh, he said all this shit. Oh, he, that guy made it. Okay, good. I know exactly which episode. You know what I mean? Like they know where to look, so it's easy for them to fucking, fucking grab it. And that's they do that, and then you know, it builds a little momentum. Sure. Something yeah. Like
1: from cool. that from that point, it's done. I, and I, then it gets picked up by whatever no. You explained Locker, it. Yeah. You explained it well. You explained it well. It's it's weaponized haters, yeah. basically. It's like digital yeah. digitally weaponized haters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, that that's all there is to it. And they're not representative
2: of the whole... Like, I bet most people wouldn't say Shane Gillis should be fired from SNL for... If they heard those things, like, and it gave them an objective listen, they wouldn't say, like, oh, they should be fired. They'd be like, oh, this is a joke. A comedy. You know? Laugh. Um, but because... The majority of the population isn't spending their time engaged in that
1: argument. Well, no, you Twitter. I mean, look, you actually made me feel better because the the notes that I made about this, I said, did someone and I asked myself this in my notes because I really wanted to actually get into this. I said, did someone download all these Shane Gillis podcasts and basically set up with like fucking five hour energy drinks and like, you know, 7-Eleven sandwiches and say, well, I've got my work cracked out for me, or like, oh, did they sure, have it bookmarked ahead of time well, I'm sure for if a, he popped? I'm
2: sure it was a little bit of both. I'm sure someone knew that, you know, they've seen whatever, like he shared, maybe he shared a clip, to, you know, there are clips of the show on Twitter. You know, that's, well, the way people find out about web content. Right. So maybe they're aware of one or two of them, and you're like, you know what? Where there's one, there's more, and then, and that's when they start digging. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and they know, like, look, he hangs out with you know, if he's hanging out with, like, Legion of Skanks and shit, those guys are on, on the radar of every fucking... They're constantly trying to... Att- they, they attack any venue that has those guys. Right. Like, those guys have had to, to leave so many places because places get protested because of what they... It's fucking bullshit. Right, right. Like, it's just... It's it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the... It's like the industry, like, caves to this just, like, vocal minority of jackasses...
1: Um, now, a couple things before we go. Do you remember when this whole thing first came up and we did a podcast that we invoked a certain Van Halen song?
2: Oh, P- Panama. Yeah. maybe uh, Back dun, in the dun, news. Dun, just dun, like dun, exactly dun, a dun, year dun, later, dun,
1: too. Dun, I'm sure that's a fucking shock. I'm sure that's a coincidence. What a fucking joke. My, my big, and we don't even have to get into this. the whole, we don't even have to get into the whole, uh, disgraceful journalistic integrity oh,
2: failing New York times. Oh, we don't even have
1: to like again we've, said distinction. Like we've said distinction we've said distinction enough times to kind of qualify for a certain intellectual I mean, they're, they're just rating perfect. but I mean come on man what a fucking joke a, so yeah. anyway we'll leave it at that but just the substance of the story I want to know would you ever would you ever oh. in college and maybe look maybe I'm the, the prude the wrong one here but would you ever for the sake of a joke Grab your friends' I wouldn't, penis. I start,
2: I, oh, would I grab it for this? I mean, we were constantly hitting each other in the nuts.
1: Totally different nut shots, um, or even I even tip clips.
2: Are, I definitely, I definitely have friends who not a nude penis, but like if you were walking by, like they give you the old ah, like what are those again? Uh, <laughs> a
1: different, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> And still <laughs> possibly a, a little bit homoerotic, thing. but at the same time, it's funny fucking hilarious. But my thing is that this uh, supposedly was where no, he was I, like, so
2: OK, so uh, what's a good way to put it? He uh, I, maybe
1: was arguably so drunk or whatever yeah, that they I'll directed put, his junk into. No one's fucking doing that. I'll shit. put it. I'll put it this unless way.
2: unless it was gay. I, I personally would not do it. But if someone did it for comedic purposes, I wouldn't accuse them of homosexuality.
1: I can, And you think that rings true for most situations?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't get inside everybody's head, but I think di- I mean, dick stuff is fucking funny as shit. Um, I, I, I know a lot of people who have, who take it out at parties regularly. Um, so, <laughs> get the fuck out of yeah. here. Oh, no, yeah, you
1: don't. A, what the fuck are you talking friend, about?
2: I have a friend whose nickname is The Dick Shower because he so frequently has his penis out. Uh, one summer in my
1: man is like, like beyond hammered doing that or if like
2: he' probably he'll do it sober he doesn't have to be drunk um, what's is hope? this like
1: a, is this like just a, a running joke or is he this just run- to
2: take his dick out like he'll just show it like is it like a thrill for uh,
1: him? I'm guessing he must be in doubt He's
2: got a nice he's got a nice looking dick uh, if there's know, if there's a group of chicks there he'll be like he'll just be like hey check it out like, he, like check out the hog um,
1: how do they typically respond to that?
2: It depends who they are. Uh, he got. He actually got arrested for taking it out in the vestibule. Of I'm the sure ATM, he did. The ATM vestibule of Bank of America at like three o'clock in the morning. That's
1: not the kind of place you want to take it Him out. Him and
2: my brother and a bunch of guys had just gotten out of a strip club and they were uh, they were going to get money. They were going to get some like you know street food. And uh, he's he's in there and I guess a hooker came in and was like propositioning everyone online. And she's like, you know, I got something you might like. And he's like, I got something you might like. And he took his dick out. And there were these undercover cops following the hooker. And they came in right as he was taking his dick out. That's bullshit. That's fucking
1: entrapment. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking entrapment. I guess it's not entrapment because... Why? He's not fucking selling himself on the street. Well, but he took his penis out. Yeah. In public. But they wouldn't have known that if they weren't fucking following this other career well, criminal.
2: Yeah, but th- that's not a fruit of the poisonous tree. That's they were following one crime and happened upon another.
1: Look at you. What are you fucking with the ACLU now? With the fruit of the poisonous tree and the and the uh, criminal justice hey, 101?
2: I I am uh, I do I do love the constitution. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh so, but yeah, no. I know a lot of like I mean, I've i have certainly taken my dick out in plenty of places. Yeah. Um, but comedically, like, never, <laughs> like, not sexually. Like, I would never, like, I, I would find it very odd. Well, I guess
1: if, you can't be doing that anymore. Don't yeah, be fucking doing that these days.
2: Well, But, I mean, like, I've seen, like, again, like in, the, like, in the groups of people that I socialize with, like, you see a lot of genitals. Like, it's just, like, like doing a shore house. Like, with Manisquan uh, one summer, late night after the bar. Including Clams? Like, oh, well, yeah. j-
1: checks just showing oh, up. Oh, yeah,
2: but I, one of my roommates used to... Like a to, side pole and, like, was, what's up? She Or if we were going out and she had a dress on and she wasn't wearing underwear, yeah. she would just fucking, yeah, like, we'd be pre-gaming. And what year get, was this? Uh, two thousand like eleven through 13. So I'm
1: guessing totally shaved, like bare? Oh, yeah, bald.
2: yeah, 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 nice little box. Um, But, yeah, I mean, so I was saying Manisquan one summer, um, it was late night after the bars, And people were, you know, mingling out in the street. And a bunch of people were hanging out on the couches in my living room. And these two dudes are wasted. And I dared them to streak through the house. And they did. And they ran in ass naked. And they jumped up on the couches where, uh, like, a bunch of the chicks from our house were were sitting. Mm -hmm. And they were just waving cock in their faces. And the one, the one, uh, actually, I think both chicks' boyfriends were there, furious furious (laughs)
0: furious <laughs>
2: hilarious but furious i was not a, i was not a popular boy that no, night no i can I, imagine. I left quite early the next day i can imagine um I but can
1: imagine. yeah um well it's funny you should bring that up in terms of boyfriends being mad because uh i'll tell this story and i'll not yeah, name it. yeah i any. guess
2: what the the point i'd like to sum up is that like there's a difference between sexual penis and comedic
1: penis yeah yeah I think there's yeah. se- there are a bunch of different ways you can see a penis. It doesn't mean that it can't still be an assault. Um... God, you have me so, I, like... I think a different... You, ha- you, you put me in this... Ca- you make me take this position of, like... I think a compl- I think it's a, but it's a completely different thing. I feel like fucking, thing. like, an after-school special. A, there's a different th- I
2: think there's a different thing from see- observing, like, okay, so... My corporate wh- wh- training di- is, like, kicking what in what right the, now. Yeah, What are the different ways you can come across a penis, um, and you can come across one scientifically... So if you are going on, say, a tour of a museum or some shit, you're probably going to see some dicks. Okay. Um, You can see one comedically. Someone takes out a penis for funny. Uh, You can see one sexually. Or you can see one kind of incidentally, right? You walk in on a a homeless guy urinating or, or, you know. Someone in a changing room or something like that. Yeah, whatever fucking homeless, you know, however you accidentally see a dick.
1: So it's got to be homeless penis.
2: Well, I'm New York City. A lot you do see a lot of homeless people. Okay, Um, but so I think, I think we know when a penis run in is an assault, and when it's something else Uh, altogether. I'm not so sure about that. Sensibilities may be uh, under assault by the the sight of the penis, Mm -hmm. but there is a difference between the the level of danger that exists when the penis is presented okay. sexually. Okay, I think that's
1: fair. I mean, I think that that's certainly fair in terms of the practicality yeah. of, like, that's sexual assault that's and why rape.
2: That's why there's a difference between... Um, what you would call indecent exposure which i think you know maybe whipping it out at a party you'd be like indecent exposure right, right. It, you shouldn't do that <laughs> it's indecent <laughs> you exposed yourself but you haven't assaulted what are you anybody. the fucking town squire yeah you haven't assaulted anybody yeah versus cornering a woman you know in a bathroom or in a hotel room well, or something well i believe that's why to, when you read
1: yeah. when, and when you read police reports right Yeah. it'll say whether or not the erect penis yeah. was exposed Versus, yeah. which uh, given that we're both men, we yeah. are aware that there is uh, attack position and non-attack position when it comes. So I,
2: to, what I'm saying, I think we need to when exposure of the penis is brought up. I think so. That we is, need so to does erect? Is is
1: that what draws the? Dis- well, there's that word again. The distinction. Can,
2: just, just because is is, is, is because level you, of erect? I don't know. Just because because just because you can't you could can, Perhaps you can't achieve an erection. So is that a cop out then? No, I don't think it is. I think it's the manner in which you present. So, drunk at a party, hey everybody, check this shit out.
1: Comedic penis. Right.
2: Uh, you know, fucking
1: In many ways, you know, you're you, I don't know if do you watch uh It's Always Sunny. Yeah, of course. So you know how Charlie's a bird lawyer? Yeah. In many ways you're a penis lawyer right now. A
2: dick, a dick a cock lawyer, a cock so we're lawyer. We're both really into bird law. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm a cock lawyer, sir. Uh, yeah, perfectly legal. So I no, but I think
1: <laughs> whip yeah. it out at a party, yeah. not erect. Right. Perfectly legal.
2: But right now, because if you, look, if you got caught taking a piss in public, you'd have your dick like that. Would be a completely different thing than if you took it out at a party versus if you took it out at you know. Uh, so ch- are you pursuing saying, a woman? Are with you going that she, so far as to say pleasure you sexually? Are
1: you going so far as to say mm-hmm. that women? have no right to object to the sight of a non erect penis. No,
2: I think I think anyone I think anyone can object to any exposed uh, What body about plug. in okay,
1: within the legal system? I'm taking it there. I'm, um, I'm making it more like direct. Uh,
2: certainly not to a felonious view. If you wanted to so
1: maybe a misty, maybe a little misty if you Like a, a, a n- maybe not even
2: that like a parking ticket. Uh, like I really
1: don't because you, you parked it in the yeah, wrong place. My
2: my personal opinion is that uh, a penis exposed at a party is hilarious. Like, that's...
1: That's I know always I'm, been one of your favorite gags?
2: I, I Yeah, I know... You You know you're hanging out with, like, a funny group of people if everyone there can handle uh, seeing someone hang some, some dong. Mm. If you can... If you are with a people... Uh, a group of people who is just not... Not worried by that, then you're probably good. Like, same thing, like, if... Like, if you're like like a uh, ch- uh, chicks who have fake tits, if they allow people to grab, like, you know you're in good company.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I think that this is a um, unique aspect of, and perhaps I'm wrong, someone with more of that Jersey Shore mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I think you in some ways are unique in your yeah. perception of, Probably,
2: but that. I think that my because
1: I don't think of myself as uptight, but I'm not I, so sure. I want people just like you know throwing their junk around at a, at a at a social gathering. Oh, I think it's hilarious, and it depends on like what's going imagine, on. Like again, like I hate um, to take this back to the conversation we had on the train with the whole like, drag queen story so, any, time. Imagine any social gathering, and then picture someone taking their penis out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've had it happen like whereby like the old joke of like you know there's gum stuck to my leg, and then like the scrotum comes out. Just but I don't think I've ever actually experienced. Picture,
2: picture a social game, like any variety. Like fucking grandma's birthday.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to I'm get like, there. I'm trying to get
2: there. Grandma's about to blow out the cake. But I'm a little bit are, offended on behalf of are, grandma. People are snapping pictures and standing right behind grandma is your buddy with his just big dopey dick out right behind her left shoulder.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to kill that guy. I kind of want to fucking cut his dick off and shove it in,
2: shove it in his mouth. (laughs) We're going to get that. That's going above the fireplace. Um, Like no, but think about like at like you know like a uh, after party at a wedding. You're all hanging at the hotel bar and uh, well, look, your buddy's like. I think that that if there's copious amounts of
1: alcohol involved, and that's what I'm saying. I think that everything is
2: a little bit of a time college party. I assume you know. I like beer.
1: (laughs) So. That poor fucking guy, man. I don't think any of this shit is fucking true. I think he's yeah. a fucking dweeb. Yeah, I think he's a dork. This guy fucking graduated. He's a fucking Supreme Court justice. I he wasn't, it, like, getting it. after it. Do you
2: know what You know what he reminds me of is, like, almost like the guys from McLovin. Like, just, like, are super bad. Like, the fucking, uh, like, just dorky guys who would get boozed to shit out of their mind and do a bunch of, like, probably kind of embarrassing but harmless stuff.
1: hmm so you um, think that he did potentially do some... Well, embarrassing but harmless. Again, did, that's again to bring think, back the distinction thing. Some of the stuff that they described or have alleged was clearly I, assault. So well,
2: what I I think? Well, I think not
1: not the joke if it yeah, was think, at the. Well, I'm I, talking about like pinning a girl down or whatever, well, and like you know doing shit.
2: Um, but even that no, there's it was such a fucking convoluted bullshitty story that. But I think that's um, true.
1: Even that you're right. Even that story was kind of like.
2: No, I think uh, most... You scared me. I think, yeah, I think they're like, they, they, she's like, she even said, like, I didn't know if they were just, they were just fucking with me mm-hmm. or if they were actually going to hurt me. I wasn't sticking around to fu- you know. So, who the fuck, like, you, you know. Right. But I think, like, if you look at the average college campus on a Saturday, my, I, I graduated with 500 people. I th- our first weekend, our freshman year, there were, like, uh, close to a dozen went to the hospital. Like, it, like you know, with alcohol
1: poisoning. Yeah,
2: fucking, c- you know what? Because at the Berg. Yeah, n- nineteen through twenty-two year olds are prone to doing really stupid shit when they drink because they have no life experience whatsoever, mm. and they're raging with hormones, and they're idiots, and they can't handle a lot of booze, and they consume a shitload of booze, and and that's just what you know. They think they're indestructible, so they just do ridiculous things. If you were to pinpoint like just moments from. Anybody's college Saturday nights, like if you were to like uh, take like a pool, if you were to take a pool skimmer to pe- everyone's college experience, I bet you would dig stuff up from everybody. Things that if you were going uh, up to be a Supreme Court justice could be thrown at you. Oh yeah. As, oh as yeah. Evidence of you not being maybe not of
1: everybody, but I'd say probably the like eighty to eighty-five percent.
2: Unless you were like an engineering student who just never got out.
1: Yeah, or just some people, you know, we all know those people. They were on their fucking P's and Q's. You know what I mean? They never fucking did shit. They were always home. They always went home early, whatever the fuck. Um, Anyway, speaking of not being on your P's and Q's, uh, Domingo Herman has been put on administrative leave for the Yankees. Did you hear the story of like supposedly what happened?
2: No, I I caught it very. I woke up from a nap this afternoon and I saw the uh, they were talking on Channel Two. And so Bob Clappish
1: tweeted out that uh, Herman like slapped his girlfriend at CC Sabathia's charity event. The
2: question on everyone's mind is, did she deserve it?
1: Well, <laughs> I certainly don't have the full context. <laughs> I don't have all the I don't have all the available details. It's a hundred and forty character tweet. Um, but that Did some bitch have it coming, but no. that somebody at the commissioner's office saw There's it happen.
2: No, uh, yeah.
1: Like how fucking wild is it's... that? How fucking stupid? Like, how does that even happen? I'm assuming they were drunk. It yeah. was supposedly like early in the morning, Tuesday, late night, Monday, early morning, Tuesday. So yeah, whatever. Probably some drinking going on. But I mean, are you fucking like, how does that even happen?
2: My, my, in, my initial response to, unless
1: egg- you just don't think. Maybe it's some woman that you don't think works in the commissioner's office and, like, I don't know. you don't take notice yeah. of her at a bar or something like that. That
2: shouldn't matter. My initial response to anything that involves a male, especially a strong male with professional athlete strength, hitting a woman is, like, I'm so blown away. Like, I don't – it's so disgusting to me that I can't picture – like I can't feel like you don't know, like I. I always try to empathize with people. so right, like we talked to about.
1: Feel your wokeness.
2: I've I I have you know I've certainly felt rage before. I've I've you know there have been times uh, women have uh, pissed me off or whatever. There I've had had fights with girlfriends and stuff. But there's never been a moment where I was like, where I felt myself on the verge of hitting a woman. Mm. I've certainly gotten angry, you know, you get into fights, you shout, you fucking, I've gotten, you know, you get into like a fight with a girlfriend or like, maybe it's just like, yeah verbally. in, in fucking in college, there was a a chick I didn't get along with. We would, you know, we, if we saw each other drunk once in a while, you know, you jaw back and forth like a, uh, like a manager and an umpire. Right. But the impulse to, um, to, to, to physically hit a, uh. A, a woman is, I it just, almost on, like, a biological level, I find it off-putting.
1: Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I... The sort of like of that whole, like, evolution thing you were talking th- about. The
2: physical thought of doing it, like, I would feel so... F- you would... Ha- I can't imagine doing that and not feeling so disgusted with myself yeah. that, like...
1: Again, but don't you think that almost has to be, like, a... uh not to belabor the point of what I just mentioned, sort of offhand, but I actually mean it. There has to almost be something like evolutionary to that. You know, like how they say, yeah. like um, men rate, it's men hand. have like have like a the, the hair on the back of their neck stands up when they hear a baby cry because, like, part of them is almost like, ah, someone needs to fucking handle this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's almost like there's there's an instinctual like this is upsetting to me and I don't like yeah. this, but like someone needs to fix it. You know what I mean? Um, Whereas, like, women have, like, sort of a different emotive response to, yeah, Yeah. that sound. Um, There almost has to be something too. like, think about how well, and I'm not trying to be a sexist douche here, I'm just being honest. Think about how well women can, like, needle men and, like, piss them off and get under their skin. How well a good slap can shut them up. But, I mean, there has to be something too. like, no, this is potentially (laughs) the mother of my children yeah so i'm not going to cause physical harm yeah ooga booga because i want my dna to succeed you know what i mean like there has to be something to that because you said it and i agree with you like there's really something like almost like inherently wrong yeah that never most people don't go to that level i mean even even if a woman comes at you physically I feel like the first
2: immediate impulse is, is to, to, just protect just to yourself. Drag her grab her wrists. Right. And just be like, okay, right. are we done? Right. You know, the 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 thought of, like, putting up your dukes and, like, I, I mean, obviously, if she's got a fucking knife or if she's a you Right, know, she's or a if she's a Amazon. bigger woman and she's yeah. beating the
1: shit out of you, right. Have, then there, there that's comes a different. point where it becomes self-defense. Yeah.
2: yeah, of course. But, like, to, yeah, I can't, to hit a woman in the face for, Right. um, you know, if you do it for any almost any reason, you've done it for no reason because right. there's no reason to do it.
1: And I just thought, I just, I don't know. I put together. I guess some, that's
2: just the Yankee way. Well,
1: it's sort of the Yankee way. It is. It's sort of the Yankee way. It's sort of like you know, win at all costs. Um, slap women. You know, slap women. Yeah. Take steroids. Slap you know, women. Ha- have a have a two hundred and fifty foot right field wall. Slap, slap women. Slap women Oh, sorry, we we kind of stepped on each other there. But I just put together some thoughts because I figure, you know, Domingo Hermann, uh, there's a language barrier. And and yeah. maybe there's some things that got sort of lost in translation. So I just figured I'd put this... Maybe he'd listen. I don't know if he listens to podcasts, but I mean, you know, maybe. I said, um, Domingo Hermann, that's not what they meant when they said, you know, bring the heat. <laughs> um, <coughs> Domingo Hermann... That's not what it means when the manager says, I want you to go get some punch-outs. and uh, inside. Yeah. Uh, Domingo German, Uh, you know, when they say hit the glove, uh, they mean, you know, throw strikes, not, you know, actually hit whatever with your glove, wearing a glove. And then it also brings me back to when I was a kid and I went to a Mets game at Shea Stadium. Um, and I didn't quite yet know about such things. It was 1996. Uh, Carl Everett was playing for the Mets. And someone there in the upper deck of Shea Stadium said, Hey, Everett, hit the ball, not the kids. <laughs> and I didn't know. I had to ask my dad what that was in reference to. And uh, he begrudgingly you know, told me about some uh, charges of potentially uh, parental abuse on yeah. uh, behalf of one Carl Everett. Uh, but anyway, so... Herman hit the strike zone, not the girlfriend. You know that—that's kind of yeah, again. I just figure that maybe there's a there's a language barrier, and you know, uh, baseball been very, very good to him. Tweet
2: that at him with this this episode.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? Pretty great. All of a sudden, I have some you know hulking Dominican outside of my <laughs> house, like demanding the fight. I'll feel like I'm in Bloomfield 19 years ago. Jesus. Um, that's funny. Anyway, so. Any closing thoughts before we go on uh, what's gone on so far with like the Democratic debates?
2: Um, no, it, I, it's just it's just silly. I
1: don't. I feel like any I, of them you like or any of them you don't mind.
2: I like. Well, I like Tulsi Gabbard. She's not in. I mean, I don't like. I'm not. I don't line up with her on a lot of policies. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the whole non-intervention thing. Right. I, I'm a big fan of. Um, and I, she posted a workout video the other day that I uh, that Made I, it enjoyed, move. I enjoyed thoroughly. She's mm-hmm. a yeah, she's a nice looking gal. Yeah, and um, she's military, right? Yeah, I think she's a uh, like a, she worked in a uh, like a surgery tent in the mm-hmm. army, army or something like that. Uh, she's cool. Uh, Yang is like an interesting guy. Again, like uh, you know, his policies tend to a little too socialist for my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, New but, Yorker. Um, yeah, if that does anything for you. Yeah, I generally don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not going to vote for uh, for a Democrat, so uh, that doesn't matter. I, I want to see who the Libertarians run. I don't know if any other Republicans are are going to run. Um, otherwise, we're fucking write in or something. Joe shit.
1: Walsh is uh, running. Yeah, he's
2: probably a little too hardcore conservative. I need uh, like a. I I, I like a. I, you know, I know the libertarians aren't big fans of Gary Johnson, libertarians, but I think I think Gary Johnson like is like that perfect kind of like soft libertarian that people can get behind. Um, but otherwise, you know, I think the Donald is going to win again. I can't imagine um, unless if the econ- if this recession hits and the economy takes a shit, then I guess uh, I guess someone else has a chance. But none of the, just none of the Democrats seem to. They say Warren had 20,000 out in Washington Square Park the other night, but <coughs> I kind of feel like, you know, that that should be like a, like a baseline litmus test for a Democrat. If you can't pack Washington Square Park, you know,
1: yeah, in New, you know, I mean, that's not. Well, I mean, she may be separating from the pack, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that she's going to win a national yeah. election. Yeah, I don't. I just... It does feel like she's separating from the pack. Yeah, I and I think... Which is really annoying, too, because I fucking hate her. I don't know why. It's like I think a, something about her... Yeah, well, she's a, she's like a school mom. Like and she's scold, also so fucking disingenuous. Yeah. Like, she was yeah, going on and on about yeah, uh, the cost of education she's and shit. Of shit. It's like, you were a fucking college professor that made 350000 fucking she's, dollars for
2: bullshit. She's full of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate that shit. She, but I think that she's... I think she's definitely crafty enough to be competitive in a right. national election yeah yeah i don't think i you know again if the economy takes a shit and and middle america says trump fucked us then it's a completely different sure. uh election so it's gonna you know
1: we'll see yeah and i'm you'd sure be very happy if that were to happen what's up you'd be you'd be pleased if what if the economy took a shit and middle america said fuck you to trump uh, I would prefer the economy not take a hit. <laughs> so you're not going the Bill Maher route? No, no, I
2: disagree with him on that. I do not want uh, a, a recession. Mm-hmm. I think that's... that's. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I want the economy to do well. Mm-hmm. That just seems like... Comedy, makes
1: sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I can't stand Elizabeth Warren. Um, I turned off the last debate when Castro... Uh, blamed President Trump for the El Paso shooting. And... Uh, yeah, Bernie kind of gets on my nerves. Other than that, I guess Yang is kind of interesting. I don't really care about to Judge. Uh, Mayor Pete. Yeah, Mayor Pete. Again, I, I, we said this off air. We might as well say it again. I don't really know what he did to be a presidential candidate, except that he's gay. Of note, other than that he's gay.
2: He has done literally. If I was nothing. thirty-five,
1: maybe I could run for president because I'm yeah. gay. But again, I'm not a Navy vet. And yeah. you pointed out that there's nothing special about a Navy vet who's gay. It's actually yeah, quite they're normal. Wrong.
2: That's like the baseline. That's fucked so up, though, because, like you
1: know, my grandfather was Navy, so well, I take a little offense.
2: Is Grandpa still with us? <laughs> no, he's not. Well, good. For, he took that secret to the grave, <laughs> didn't he? That's his sword. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. his
1: uh, athletic award at uh, Navy. <laughs> I'm sniff the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before this fucking blasphemy, <laughs> before this, this besmirching goes on any further... Um, my weed dealer will be here any moment, oh, no so we shit. made it. We made it to the end of the show, oh, and, and we're going to get hooked up on that. And awesome, um, or can I should I, say gardening. I should can say. I Venmo you twenty dollars? You can, you can. And uh, I'm going to take Mike back to his humble, aboid, humble yes, abode. My basement on studio. the west side of the hills what, the of
2: Western Slope. The Western
1: <laughs> Slope. <laughs> you might have to throw that on uh, the Western Slope of the hills. Right? The Heights, the Heights, the Heights, JC baby. Yeah, you'd think that me being a lifelong Jersey resident, I would know those terms, but uh, yeah, the, I feel
2: like the Jersey City Heights is such a good Jersey place. Yeah, you'd be wrong. You'd be JFK wrong. Boulevard, fucking yeah. White man is over there. Yeah.
1: Well, no, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Don't test me on my sense of direction or my ability to actually remember terms properly. Anyway, uh, that about does it for us. He's Mike Montone. I'm James Flippin. I can't speak. I'm James Flippin. And this has been the most American podcast ever created. Heaven's very good. Nice. The most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Oh, here's your lesson. Oh, baby. <laughs> More or less every time i have to go to a wedding which i do this weekend i take my suit in so choppy's cleaners my boyfriend's like obsessed with like google ratings so he noticed that Choppies has like a bad online rating that they've got like a, a lot of really bad reviews which to me is weird because i think it's a perfectly fine yeah. cleaners like the lady's a are seamstress they, like are she's they chinese owned if they're asian are they chinks
2: <laughs> you bastard <I> mean, <laughs> you shame gillis you
1: you're fired
2: i wonder if that's ever going to come back to like, oh yeah could you imagine <laughs> could you imagine if yeah if even if blatantly using it as a callback to an earlier...
1: yeah that's funny that would be i brilliant. love it in a way
0: this has been a flipping out radio production
2: the proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes,
1: Stitcher Radio,
0: and at radiomisfits.com.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you. I hate flipping out radio. No, I I, I think that's all true. Again, I I think that, um, oh, wow. This is very dusty. There we go. And, uh, how about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, you want that? Well, one? i definitely
1: Alright.
2: Same shit we had before. Throw it in there if you want. Whoever gets to it. Yes. Cool. This is fucking interesting. Yeah, right? I didn't know that there... Oh, well, oh, Harpoon. That's, yeah, Duncan's huge in, uh, up in, um, Massachusetts. Mass? I forgot. Yeah. You ever, oh, you yeah. ever go, you yeah, go yeah, up yeah. there, you can't find a fucking Starbucks? Yeah. That's Holy right. shit. That's right. I was coming back from a wedding up there a couple years ago, and, uh, fucking Kimmy and I had to go, like, six miles off of I-95 into a, uh, like, a a big hotel that happened to have a a Starbucks, like, in their lobby. Like, and we had to, we didn't even, like, because we kept driving past it, like, the GPS says it's here, and, we're like, like, what the fuck is it? Like, we're driving past a hotel... And then there was, like, a little like a little Starbucks symbol on the hotel sign. It was, like, it's in the fucking hotel. Oh,
1: Jesus. Yeah. Why, was she insistent on it being... No, the... mi-
2: I was. I do not want to fucking drink Dunkin'. That shit sucks. Really? Yeah.
1: I prefer Dunkin'. Bl- There's no caffeine in it. Well, see, I like Starbucks. I don't have anything against it yeah. at all. I don't, I don't have any, like... I've discovered oh. that I like lattes now.
2: Okay, see, I just, I'm, like, a black coffee, like...
1: I'm a black no coffee milk. guy most of the time as well. Yeah. Like if I make coffee at home, I'm yeah. drinking it black. If I have it at yeah. work, I'm drinking a black. I have a lot, have, a, a, I have
2: a, a frother that I can make lattes with. I just never. It's a guilty pleasure for me, is I, it? I never go to the effort. It doesn't even have to be a guilty. But the Dunkin' ple- Donuts all of this is frothed milk.
1: Well, no, but the Dunkin' Donuts, well, guilty pleasure. The reason I say it that way is because they're expensive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whereas, I'd rather just drink fucking shitty dishwater coffee at work and not spend money on it. Yeah, gotcha. But, um. To me, a Dunkin' Donuts latte kind of tastes like a good strong. Cause I get them iced,
2: okay. So it's
1: like a strong iced coffee, which is nice to me. I like Interesting. that.
2: Interesting. I've always, yeah, I've I've always found their coffee to be a, a, just a tad, a tad too weak.
1: For no, 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 no. hundred percent, I'm with yeah. you on that. Most of the time, I like this. Um, it was back when they were offering them for two bucks, and I was like, oh well, I like lattes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, two I'm two times, gonna two try this one. one for two bucks. Yeah. And I discovered that I liked it. And uh, it's it's not like it's some super strong uh, espresso drink. It's just more like, oh, um, this is the way I expect iced coffee to take. Gotcha. Taste. I like these compact. Uh... Yeah, so go ahead and try to hit that. The one thing. What do I press the button and you, pull? You, you, you press the button and pull. It's just that we have to crack through. The like dried oil that's in the, oh, okay. it's it's one of the most frustrating things. Let vibes.
2: it cook for a second. Oh wow, you really do. Yeah. Do you have is the, where's the uh, where's it caked up?
1: It's like in the cartridge itself.
2: Oh, it's not like like uh, look you
1: you take this thing yeah. And oh, that's the, the whole uh, thing? Where's the um? But like, where's the what? You, like, where's it all dried up? Somewhere in somewhere in between this reservoir and this
2: Oh, I was going to say yeah, sometimes you can like get through get in there with like a uh, pin or something like that. I,
1: for me, it just takes a while. All you have to it's just like a like the world's it's fucking thickest milkshake.
2: Gotcha. Just like just heat and pull. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Okay. It's a, it's a pain in the ass.
2: I'm just going to sit here for a second. It's heading
1: now? <laughs> yeah. Cool. <coughs> <Nice>. <coughs> are
2: We rolling? We are rolling. <coughs> nice. We're good. I'm intrigued by this.